What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 38. I'm double-checking my sources. It's 38. It is 38. Let's go. Professional podcast. Uh, episode 38 of the Half-Gen podcast. I am joined uh, by Ross, who's been a little uh, under the weather I'm, these last uh, couple days. I might talk even less than usual. Oh. So this is just a solo cast. <laughs> Except... We have a special guest today. We have uh, I, I I don't I don't know what Mark's doing right now, but we have Mark. I was I was legitimately <laughs> waiting. I was like, oh man, how good is he gonna hype me up? I was like, is this gonna be like an, like you want a Golden Globe or something like an Oscar nominated speech and nothing? And the winner is Mark. <laughs> oh no, wait, they play the music Yay. when you talk too long. <laughs> So, Mark, we have talked about you on previous podcasts. Uh, we are all... Uh, this is pretty much those gaming nerds now. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is. We, we are back. It's a reunion. It, yeah, fun fact, so... I'm aware. If you don't think I don't know when my name is said anywhere on the internet, you're completely wrong. And I also listen to the podcast, I think we, so... I think, I, yeah, I was going to say, and I've told you, we mentioned you. <laughs> oh, no, I, I had to listen to him, I'm sure. I was like, okay, like, no, I know. are shots fired? Only, like, oh, how? M- most, mostly good things, 90%. I'd say about 95. <laughs> I was like, even, even better, yeah. see, Ross, we're doing better than we thought. There we go. <laughs> so, Mark, you've been uh, busy with stuff. You're still running, uh, shout out to Nurtaku. You still got that going. That's the, uh, the next stage of the uh these those gaming nerds empire <laughs> it, it's it's an active domain <laughs> yeah i don't know how active the site is it's still it's my side 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 right. project now it's your side your yeah. side check it, it's yeah. one of those i own the domain um, as well, every, when i feel like writing i'll write on it yeah i mean i know you mentioned uh earlier that you're you're i know you're moving away from writing you were big and you were big into podcasting for a while i know you were on a pretty big podcast yeah yeah i mean it's all right i mean it's not big anymore because i'm not there <laughs> like the numbers don't lie I, I see i still see the numbers i i i, I see you're still humble too oh no not at all <laughs> like, i mean braggadocious comes to mind but yeah no I, I, there's a shift in quality when the professional leaves and that's what happens, like, you know, but that's neither here nor there, just like their listenership. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, I've, I've actually been very happy not doing anything for the better part of six months. It's been amazing. Yeah, I, I know you've been doing mostly like um, exhibition stuff, like uh, or exhibitor stuff at like conventions, work in the booths, things like that. Exhibition. So, like, um, I'm not doing those kind of conventions. I, I know. <laughs> I said uh, I used an incorrect no, word. Okay. But yeah, no, it's I'm testing the waters of the other side of the industry because this year marks like eight years I've been writing about video games, and then the last two years I've only gone to one convention as media. Other than that, I've been going as in industry, just you know, helping with running booths or showing off games and basically being a male booth babe and (laughs) but also getting like instead a booth bro a booth bro yeah and basically doing that but instead of just being a pretty face like i actually get to hang out and sit with the developers and they actually like tell me and teach me about the games and then i go show them off and that's been fun 
So that's my new. Yeah, that sounds really the cool. new journey. It's like I'm never gonna write. Like I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna write again. I just don't want to write about video games again. Right. But when he does, we're gonna try and get it on half gen. <laughs> Sneak it, sneak uh, it in there under. A, yeah. Under, I'll be a ghost author. Lark Musha. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, so uh, I get to get to finally get you on a podcast here. Um, yeah, so for just a quick refresher for anybody who maybe didn't catch some of the early podcasts where we did talk about it, uh, all three of us used to write for thosegamingnerds.com. It's still technically a place on the internet. Um, we we were the, pretty much this for the podcasting crew. When we did podcasts, we were very inconsistent. Yeah. Um, Unless it's a two-hour discussion is, on Iron Man. Uh, wasn't it three? Yeah, I was kind of... Yeah, oh, they didn't want to make it, it sound as bad much. as it was. So was <laughs> Regardless, it was a mistake. Just like that movie. Just like the movie! <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so, you know, that, that was a lot of fun, and, uh, you know, it, we, we all learned, uh, a lot of different things. Ross and I, as we made clear in, uh, uh our one-year anniversary podcast, that, uh, we didn't want to write stuff like we did on those gaming nerds anymore. Right. That's the best thing. Uh, like, and Mark, he, Mark pretty much got to that same oh, conclusion, yeah. too, just a little bit before us. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, is, like, you can only write, like, news articles and the cookie cutter reviews for so long before you realize it's boring and then it's almost like you're forcing yourself to see games in a certain way whereas if i'm like hypothetically i'm playing monster hunter right now if i was going to review that i wouldn't talk from a technical aspect i'd be like oh my god it's really cool when i use an insect glaive like i launch myself in the air and then i fuck that dragon up by stabbing it in the face do you swear on your podcast by the way absolutely fuck yeah (laughs) i mean i i for my own sake, I'm trying to tone it down a little bit I, because I can get excessive, and I know that. I I use it for <laughs> emphasis only. I for know, things that are no, cool or piss me off. Other than that, I'm like, yeah, I'm a gentleman. Yeah. I'm a gentleman. I'm I'm, I'm educated. I'm college educated. I will speak in a it's good okay. vernacular. We, we have Ross to balance us out. He's not talking at all. <laughs> I'm just letting the conversation flow, my no, friend. I know. I'm trying to involve you too. You were part of those gaming nerds. You were like Ross. What's your favorite thing about those gaming nerds? Uh, I don't know. I just, I, I enjoy writing. I enjoy writing. So that gave me an outlet to do so. That wasn't just like a Google blog. So. Yeah, I will live that life for a little bit. <laughs> I went back. Oh my God. Ross, did I tell you? I found that the other day. I don't know why, but I found my old blog that I made. That's weird. Oh, it's, I read some of the stuff and I was like, holy shit. Some of this was really good. <laughs> And most of it's on those gaming nerds now. Right. <laughs> Fun fact, I still have my original, original blog website bookmarked in Google Chrome. And I forgot that it saves your bookmarks when you're signed into Chrome. So I found it the other day and I was looking back and I was like, there's like PS2 reviews in there. And then I realized that I reviewed every game on the Wii for the first seven months it was out. Jesus. I don't even remember owning that many games on the Wii. I don't remember playing the Wii that much. I was going to say. But apparently. So I don't remember you talking about yeah, your Wii. Apparently, I played a lot of games on that. And, and I gave <laughs> Sounds like that's a nightmare. Yeah. Hey, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a. Uh, 
horrible. Man, those are those are some fun days though. There were what was that? Four solid years we were doing that? Uh I like that that I remember yeah. specifically being involved. Maybe maybe like it was maybe almost five for me. I know you were in it and then I joined shortly after it launched well, within like a few months I was gonna say, of course i was in it because i started it but because I, <laughs> I, I bought I the domain denying that. i bought the domain actually pax east weekend of 2011 i bought the domain because i my original website the nerd rage which by the way i don't know how i got media to pax east i had 10 posts on that fucking website Man. and they gave me media for 2011 and i applied it was a different and i applied for media a month before the convention i didn't even know pax was a thing and I was like, oh. It was a different world back yeah. then. So then that's what I, that weekend I was like, oh, man. I was like, I really need to step my game up. This website, like, I made the graphics for it in, like, paint. And it wasn't even <laughs> WordPress. Like, I had the domain, oh, but God. it was it was just awful. And I was like, fuck, I got to, like, I got to do something new. I was like, you know what? It just doesn't work. The name is just shit. Like, it was a decent name, but not for what I wanted to do. Because I was like, I have to be angry if I'm going to write for that with a name like that. Unless I'm like, oh, this nerdy thing's all the rage, but who's going to... That's too much of an explanation. So then I started those game nerds, and then that was during PAX East 2011. I believe Tony started... He was writing stuff like day one and doing his little video stuff like the second I launched it. And then literally two months later, he was like, he's like, my friend Chris likes video games, doing lots of right. And I'm like, okay, cool, because it's less shit I have to do. Yeah. that's It's a bad business model but realistically anytime i'll bring someone on a website whether it's quality or not the first thing that goes to mind is less things i have to do yeah. and i that's how i see everything now it's one less thing i have to do luckily i brought the full package right. <laughs> i know you brought a lot uh, yeah like, so then it crazy. was easy i remember like the first six months it was just like three or four things a week and then well remember i had the blog that I pulled a bunch of stuff over, like Killzone, Dead Space, uh, Mass Effect 2 for, like, PS3. I had all that oh, stuff yeah. that I pulled over from that blog I was doing because I was just happy to be writing about games again on a place that might get views. And you didn't hate, <laughs> and you did didn't hate press releases at first either, which was really, really good for me. I was like, he doesn't Because I, I never got press releases. I was <laughs> like, what is this? They want to talk to me directly? We did gaggle. We never got. Did we ever get a press release, Ross? No, we just had a <laughs> sick looking website. We really did, though. Oh man, I miss it sometimes. <laughs> You're like half crying, half Ross. Some, so, someday, someday, we're gonna make money on half gen. We're gonna buy that domain from whoever has it. Oh, that terrible person. <laughs> we're gonna steal that domain. Jeez. Here is fourteen dollars. Take it or leave it. <laughs> Yeah, and then I don't know, I don't know how long it was after that I joined, because, and it's foggy because I was in, and then I was out, and then I was in for the rest of it. So yeah, there was like this awkward, very awkward time at first where Mark was really like gung ho, like everything is those gaming nerds, and we brought in Ross, but Ross also had his own blog. So Ross was posting stuff on those gaming nerds and then like a week later putting it on his personal blog. And I think at the time it was just like, it was just a weird thing where we were like trying to build up the site and then it was just like, no, I don't want my content out there. And it's, it was, it was whatever. Um, I and then would Ross, like so to give you a correction to the false statement. It was clearly a communication thing because at the time 
I talked to Ross here and there when we played like video games on a PS3 in a party chat, and that was it. I didn't even know, like, and then I think I actually eventually talked to Ross about it, and I was like, that's fine, because Ross was doing his writing thing, and it was more like his own personal website was, like, a portfolio, and I'm like, that's fine. Because, obviously... I wasn't making you a bad No, 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 I'm just clarifying so we actually have the defined, on the internet, reasoning of what happened. (laughs) Okay? Nobody was a bad guy. It was... The Wild West no, no. out there, I, okay? I'm going to say we were... I am a bad... I was... like I, I'm an asshole. I'm not going to hide it. Okay. I am not All a right. nice guy at times. And, yeah, I was just... Like, my side of it was like, okay, but I understand. It's like a graphic designer. If you go build a website for someone and you're getting paid, you want that a part of your portfolio so you can mm-hmm. get more yeah. work. And at the time, I was a journalism major, exactly. so it all made sense. Oh, yeah, no, that's why I was yeah. like, well, he's in school for journalism and it's his website that's your portfolio you don't want to link someone to a website you want a portfolio of just all your stuff not a website with everybody's stuff regardless it it was it was a weird circumstance where everything kind of came together in this like fuzzy uh out of context circumstance ross was gone for a little while and then those gaming nerds kind of transformed a little bit and i was like hey we should bring Ross back. Cause I talked to Ross and I was like, Ross, I'm going to try and get you back in. And Ross was like, yeah, let's, let's do that. And I was like, sweet. And I go to Mark and Mark was like, yeah, let's do that. And then everything was fine. <laughs> Those gaming nerds arguably entered its peak. I never use the term. Yeah. Let's do that. That's just not <laughs> in my lingo, but for the These story, aren't quotations, for this story okay? I will allow it. Who's telling this story? You are. That's why I'm just like, <laughs> let me make the corrections. Let me proofread it. Let me. But no, it, that, that was actually the peak because that was when, like, right off the bat when those gamers started. Like, we had some press releases and we were getting so many mobile game ones and, like, crappy, like, I don't want to say indie games, crappy ports and import games. But then that's oh, around man. the time we were starting to get, like, good, like, I don't want to say triple-A titles. I'll say, like, double-A titles. They were good. Danganronpa. Anything from NAS America, Idea Factory. There were a few times over the years where, like, I got EA gave me some stuff, other companies, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, the heyday. That moment where Ross didn't realize that a few short years in the future, he would very much like to play Dragon Ball Z Doken Battle. (laughs) Oh, don't even get after started. He shot it down. I still hate my life after my my honeymoon. Just like once we're back in the hotel room, just relaxing, spending money, being an idiot, hating my life, mm-hmm. getting into getting into debt, all of these things. I'm just mad because I mentioned Dokken Battle over a year and a half before you wrote your article, which I read by the way. I do keep up on Hampton stuff, and I was like, I even told Chris, I was like. I told you guys about this game before because it was so much fun. Why doesn't anyone care when I say, hey, you should try this game out? <laughs> then everyone tries it a year later. And Record, I didn't play it. Game so your hatred at Ross. I have, like, I still play it. That's, that's a sad, but I don't play it as much. Do you still play it, Ross? No, I eventually had to cut my... I figured out I might have a gambling problem. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I spent way too much money on that game and had to hard uninstall it. And just never go back. 
It's, See, that's always the worst, though, because you, you do that yeah, after you bought a bunch <laughs> yeah, of shit. Yeah, it's like I had the same thing happen to me with, like, FIFA 13 and 14 with Ultimate Team. Yeah. Like, it's, I need, I just can't play those games. That's, Dude, that's why I stay, I always stayed away from Ultimate, Ultimate Team. Ultimate Team is yeah. killing me on the Switch right now with FIFA, because the, not a lot of people are playing it on the Switch. So I have to do the microtransactions to just get points so I can get good card packs, because... The market is horrible, and I've already spent at least forty dollars on Ultimate Team on the Switch. Yeah, I've heard that version is isn't even that great. I uh, Ultimate Team, no, um, just because not a lot of people are playing it. The game itself, FIFA, like in general, just doing you know league play and stuff like that yeah. is actually a lot of fun. Is, is it missing the career mode? It's missing the story mode. The career mode is still there. Oh, okay. where you start off and you pick gotcha. your team. You know, right, right, right. New York City Football Club, which is the best team ever. Switch is great. Yeah. I love the Switch. I love my Switch, too. Switch is really cool. Even though I haven't played Zelda or Mario Odyssey on it yet, but I love my Switch. I have been playing, and and, and Mark, I feel like you're going to really relate to this. Um, in one of the previous casts, before I really got into it, I said that uh, when I was playing, speaking of Switch, Fire Emblem Warriors on the Switch. Um I said I wasn't getting quite that Dynasty Warriors Gundam feel where I could just jump in and play for a bunch of hours and, you know, just be like, this is nice. (laughs) But I started getting there. (laughs) I just switched back, Ross, Mm -hmm. uh, to Camilla. Yeah. Because I did a mission and it made me use flyers. And I switched back to Camilla and it was a lot of fun. And then at the end of the mission, it didn't do it in the main story, I guess, but at the end of the... um, the history missions, mm-hmm. you know how they have that little cutscene where what's his face would always be like, oh, I'm the high prince of Hoshido. Uh, she gets off her dragon and she just like lifts up the camera and she's like, my eyes are up here. And I'm like, oh, she's great. She knows. <laughs> she knows what she's doing. <laughs> uh. And yeah, that game is really starting to scratch that itch that hasn't really been there since Dynasty Warriors Gundam. Mm. Oh. Very happy. I'm really thinking about buying Dynasty Warriors Nine. Yeah. Oh, quick uh, public service announcement for Switch owners planning on getting Bayonetta, Bayonetta Two. Uh, buy the physical version because on the eShop, Bayonetta One and Two are two separate purchases. Where if you yes, of fifty and ten dollars. I thought it was more than ten dollars on the eShop. No, if you buy one of them, you get the other at a discount. Whatever, and the discount changes depending on which one you buy first. Wait, 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 wait. So basically, it's the same thing they did for the Wii U. So on the Wii U version, if you bought the sixty dollars version on disc, you got both. Okay. If you bought Bayonetta two for fifty dollars on the eShop then you could get Bayonetta 1 for $10. They don't make that very clear. Oh, I was confused. That's almost as bad I, I, as Resident I remember, Revelations. I remember reading that that's what they were doing. So it's like, I think Bayonetta 2 is like $50, and if you buy that, you get Bayonetta 1 for 10 And I think Bayonetta 1 is like 30 and if you buy that, you can get Bayonetta 2 for 30 so what you're trying to say is we should just buy the physical copy that has both. Which comes with everything. Now, wait, yes, I will be purchasing that on the 16th. Is it both on two cartridges, or are they doing the Resident Evil Revolutions Revelations They'll probably bullshit. have a download for one. That was, yeah, that was a, the worst a, thing. I hated that. Yeah. They did have the discs for both, which was nice on the Wii U version. Yeah, for the Switch, but, it's, um, it's going to be the cartridges for two, and then it's a, it is a download for one. Wait, did they? No, it might have been a download for one. Because that's what they were Revelations too, and I bought it, and I was like, oh, cool. And then I was like, oh, I still have to download this thing, and it was like 24 gigs. And I was like, are you kidding me? 
Yeah. 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 I don't care because that game, I watched, um, there was a Digital Foundry video mm-hmm. and they showed the frame rate stuff and they were like, yeah, it's just, it's in every way, even in portable, better than the Wii U version. They were like, the frame rate's still not a perfect 60 all the time, but they were like, the dips are far less drastic and it outperforms the Wii U in every regard. I don't know if still it's just runs me. at 720, I don't know how you guys but I don't feel care. About when people talk about like the Switch handheld docked, I don't care about the frame rates. Like, I played Doom and Skyrim in handheld, and I was like, even when the frame rates dip a bit, I'm like, I'm still playing AAA titles on a fucking handheld. Like, yeah, I get that. There, I mean, there, there, it, it depends on the dip. There's there's a line. Like, there were times when I was playing Doom and Portable where the frame rate would drop in single digits, and really? like, that's not great. But like most of the time, and like people, a lot of people complain about Xenoblade Chronicles 2, the resolution in portable mode, um, which I actually do kind of recognize after playing it for so long but it was neither of them were ever enough to like discourage me from never playing it in portable i i play the majority of my switch time on the tv i see i don't um no I, I i do because like in a game like fire emblem warriors um it definitely you get that boost in frame rate when you play it dock oh yeah no um you do so, like, I appreciate that in, like, a Dynasty Warriors game. Plus, I will say, I do believe that more enemies spawn on the screen if it's docked than if it's not. It could also just be that I'm in performance mode now, but I feel like I see more enemies. Maybe not as much in the difference between docked and not, or it might have just been, like, the co-op and stuff, are you, especially. Are, but... are you sure that it's not the same amount of enemies, just the draw distance is, like, reduced say. to two feet? Yeah. <laughs> no, because remember, I know it's lower in co-op. Well, you were yeah, there. You yeah, saw it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. That, that could just be me. That could be the draw distance. Yeah. But um, I feel like enemies, I have to get much closer to them undocked in handheld mode to actually see them. Mm. Um, and it's not even just draw distance. It's like I go into a room where a bunch of enemies are and they all just kind of pop up at once. Um, not. It, it's not in any way a detriment to the game. It's just a weird thing where I go into a room and I wait a second sometimes. Um, but yeah, like Skyrim in handheld mode, perfectly fine. Um, Zelda was fine. Uh, I haven't really played too many other things. I played Blaster Master Zero in handheld. That was fine. Uh, but I definitely spend most of my time because I also just prefer the pro controller to, uh, Holding it in the handheld mode, I I just like the traditional controller feel. Yeah, no, the pro controller. When I'm playing, I like the game. pro controller. I've used it for uh, Pokken tournament and um, Skyrim, but like the only reason why is like I play handheld mode the most because if I'm gonna play it on the TV, especially like Doom and the like I could just go play Doom on my PS4. And right. with work, yeah, and I, I have like, Doom on I, PC, which I have Skyrim yeah. there as well, but I, I'm. I'm not going out of my way to pick up Doom. Skyrim on the Switch is the only copy of Skyrim I own. I I just wrote a thing uh, the other day uh, saying that Skyrim on Switch is the best way to play Skyrim. It really is. Because it, it's not as visually stunning as the PC version, or nor does it have like the frame rate, but like the ability like to pick it up, play for 20 minutes, put it away, and come back right where you left off is really nice. I'm enjoying Skyrim so much more just like with the Switch experience than I ever did on PC or PS3 or anything. The irony for me is, and you'll remember this, how often did I hate indie games? Like, cause like, I never wanted to write about indie games. I didn't want to review indie games. I have so many indie games on my Switch that I love, like Battle Chef Brigade, Thimbleweed Park, 
the flame and the flood. Like I just have, I have total physical and digital combined about forty plus Switch games. I almost have every physical game. I'm starting a Switch collection of every physical game because <laughs> it's very easy right now because there's not that many. But I just realized like a lot of the like Battleship Brigade is probably one of my favorite games on the Switch, and then Stardew Valley. I just hit uh, over a hundred hours played on the Switch for that. Jesus, I like it. It's it's a better. It, it's a great game. It really. Is. I I found the collector's edition on the clearance rack at Target for the PS4 for nine ninety nine. Oh, wow. I bought it. What? I don't even plan on playing it on the PS4, but I bought it because I was like, <laughs> it comes with a like a map that's high de- like nice. So I was like, I'm gonna frame that and put it in the nerd corner of my apartment. Came with like the soundtrack, and I was like, I don't even care about the soundtrack, but I want it. And it came with like a little guidebook and everything, and I was like, this game is so much fun, and it's one of those games where it's they they're still adding to it. Like co-op is in beta on PC. Co-op is coming soon for the Switch and PS4, and I was like, such a it's like a charming game that is not visually out there and astonishing. I feel like when when the co-op comes out, that's when I'm going to dive in because right. that's that's what I'm really interested in is playing that game, but kind of playing it with friends. It feels like that's Definitely. going to be the way I'm going to enjoy that game the most. Um, so real quick, while I'm thinking of it, because I don't want to forget, did you guys hear the speculation around Metroid Prime 4? Yeah, developed by Bandai Namco, right? Spoilers. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Way to steal my thunder. I'm kidding. You're welcome. Um, Yeah, like that's so. No, wait. Are they developing it or are they they publishing it? That's apparently they're developing Developing it. it. It's it's the Singapore studio uh, who also made Smash Wii U and Pokemon Tournament. Okay. So they have experience developing for Nintendo platforms. Uh, So that... So that leads to one of two things, or that leads to two possible things. Is one, you know, it, it, it. Hopefully, they are not doing like a Team Ninja kind of thing because Team Ninja came in and they tried to bring their own spice in other M, and that didn't go over well. I don't know what you're so talking I, about. I, best game in the franchise. I, I I'm definitely hoping that because Prime Four is in the name, like they've gone through and they're like, let's do this right. But two. That could very easily mean that game is further along than anybody thinks. Or three, it's a Metroid fighting game. It's not a Metroid fighting game. I'm just saying, their history Don't pocket me. tournament, it's not the Wii U. It's like, uh, can or, they or, or, or four, it's Metroid Prime 4, subtitle Hunters 2. Yeah. Hunters was a great game. Fun game for now. I feel like they would call it Metroid Prime Hunters too if they were going to do that. I know. I was just trying to make it absurd. Yeah, it, it I know. Was, I know. I got it. I thought that it, was a very good game I though. It was funny. I used to play. Um, Thank you. I used to play multiplayer in high school with Tony and another guy. Yeah, was we all had our we all had our DSs and we would just do the link play. Yeah, it's so so good. <laughs> I used to be the green guy who would leave his torso as a turret, just put it up somewhere high. People would hit like jump pads and die, and they'd be like, "God damn it, Chris!" <laughs> I'd be the guy who turns into a worm. I think we played the same guy. We might have played the same guy. We played exactly, yeah. He was the green dude. And he turned into the worm sometimes. And then, like, you transform out and you could leave your torso as a turret. It's, or your your lower body. It's definitely been a while. Yeah. I don't remember that game. Um, it was a good but game. if you're talking about developing uh, in Switch games, let's talk about a franchise that's more popular and makes sells a lot more copies than Metroid. Did you? What do you think of the Pokemon Switch game that apparently... They're overhauling the actual combat system. 
the part that's the best that's... part of the game. I'm really kind of I'm. What if they if they said anything specific about that? Because I haven't heard they, that they're touching the combat they, system. Well, they said how uh, the combat and how you uh, capture and everything is going to be different on this game. That's the only thing they've said. That's it. But they it's haven't just, said it's just, I, it's just going to be Pokemon tournament, but on mainline Pokemon I, game. I thought they were going to make it like the what was that that Pokemon DX or GX game that came out on the GameCube where you couldn't capture the Pokemon, you just basically stole them back that were stolen from Team Rocket, and that was it. Weird. Weird. It was a good game. They had cutscenes, and I was like, "Oh man, Pokemon cutscenes!" I just want, I just want a fucking Pokemon game. Like, they don't need to make this difficult. Just make a Pokemon game on the Switch. I haven't played one since Have, X. You know, better environments. Yeah, I played X. X was good. I haven't played anything since. Just take something like that, make it more three D environment. You know, make it as open as possible, and just fill it with Pokemon. Like, I want to see the Pokemon on the field. Yeah. I think that is like the innovation. Instead of just, I'm walking through the brush, it should be like, look, there's a Pidgey in that tree. Let me fight that thing. Can you imagine if, say, hypothetically, just for all time, they took, like, what was it? Gold or, not gold. Whatever the one was with the three dogs. Can you imagine if they're, like, say it's Xenoblade Chronicles 2, how it looks with you walking around and seeing the, like, Pokemon around. And then it's, like, the That'd three mythological dogs and you run up to it. And instead of being able to battle it because they flee constantly, it just mm. runs away. Like, in front of you, you're just yeah. watching it run away, just throwing Pokeballs at it. Just come back. Like, I think that would be super cool. That That's the only innovation I want, is, like, I just want to see... I want to see the shit that they couldn't do on the the handhelds, but the same game. You know? We could say it's something they couldn't do. They could have done it for a while now, especially, like, you know, the Xenoblade games on 3 I mean, but remember, you're dealing it. with... They chose not to. Yeah, but you're dealing with the small cart sizes and things like that. You know, there were uh, there were limitations. So Not that I, drastic, I, though. Like, let's face it, they, like, whenever they're like, oh, yeah, I can't wait for another new Pokemon, it's like, why? All they're going to do is basically go in there and change, like, the chipsets and make them, like, recolor them, and that's it. They're not adding anything different. Like, it's the same, it's been, like, the same game engine, except they added weather and time o- o- over the different generations, and that's really it. And they took a, yeah. they took away time, because Gold and Silver had day-night cycle, yeah. and I think they stopped that after, which was a bummer. Which is weird. Gold is still my favorite Pokemon. Everyone's favorite Pokemon game, go. Silver. Yellow. Alright, those are both very valid options. Yellow is definitely my second favorite. Yellow is... Yeah. Great. I don't think yellow gets the appreciation um, it deserves. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. Yeah, I just played um, through uh, blue again um, last year. It was great. I, I have forget how short that game is. Yeah, if you know yeah. what you're doing. I have a copy of yellow sitting over here. I want to get another copy of gold, but I'm really scared because all those batteries are dying. Yeah, you could get heart gold. Yeah, those remakes no, were really I, good. No, I disagree. Oh, I don't. I had Heart Gold and I got rid of it because I didn't like it. I felt like they they did too much, especially like I don't know what it is. I was I was thinking of actually buying Gold again on um the D the three DS because I think they sell it for like ten bucks in the Virtual Console in the eShop. If it's still there, um, <laughs> it should still they, be there. I saw a box for it in the store. They sell been, boxes with the they've codes. They've been re- uh, removing a lot of stuff off the eShop. I noticed on the three DS subtly well, I'll, without I'll, I'll telling take another, anybody. I'll, I'll take a look, but um, uh, yeah, Chrono like Trigger's not on there anymore. The remake was fine. It's just like I, I especially don't like what they did with the music. Um, like I feel like the music is one of the things that's kind of gotten 
went through a phase where it really wasn't very good on the DS and then started to get a little bit better on the 3DS again. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. Some of the visual style didn't quite mesh with me. I, I there's, there's a charm to the original version of Gold that kind of got lost in the remake, hmm. in my humble opinion. Fair enough. Yeah, I suppose. Um, cause, man, Gold... There's is, been so many that, Pokemon games. That Gen 2, though... That Gen 2 game, though, you know, when you see red at the end and it's like, oh, shit, let's fucking go. I've got the, I've got a fucking for alligator. I'm gonna fuck you up. (laughs) I mean, I mean, dream scenario, but the Pokemon game for Switch has every region from every game interconnected and it's open world like that. That would be the coolest. And then what you do is you just make it so like the original 150 with a few exceptions are in this region. Gen 2 is in this region, and just do that shit, I don't think they would do, because what, they're on, what, seven gens now? This would be the eighth coming out? Yeah. So, I feel like if they were going to do it, it would be, like, one through four in the first one they do, and then five through eight, because they would be introducing, like, a new... So That's a lot of of Pokemon, and let's face it, they won't get their money putting everything in one game. Now, here's the other issue. Do they still split the release? No, there should be one version. I think we joked about that, and I was like, that would kind of suck if they did it, but at the same time, I wouldn't fault them, because that's kind of been their MO since day one. So, like, the thing would be, in theory, is it would be like, you know, like, I bought, you know, one version, Ross bought the other, and whatever Pokemon I don't have, Ross could get, and we could just trade and stuff. I feel like that's almost what they're going to still try and do. Mm-hmm. What if I did? I agree with you, Ross, that they shouldn't. But I can't shake the feeling that they. What might. if it's like, one I feel game? Like... When you start the game, you pick. Kind of like how they give like you the a... gender picking, but like when you start mm-hmm. the game, it's like, oh, choose your language, English, choose your country, and then it's like, okay, and then it's like, do you want to play red or blue? Yeah, I feel like Nintendo really pushed the limit of the whole multi-release thing with Fire Emblem Fates to the point where it started becoming more of a hindrance in the, the eyes of people than yeah. a beneficial thing. Because Fates really pushed it. Yeah, it did. It was three different games. Yeah. With varying difficulty. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it would be smart for them to not do that. I get the whole getting different Pokemon, different versions, and trading with friends, all that stuff. Like, I get that. But I think as the 3DS is phased out and the Switch becomes, like, the sole focus... There should just be one. I agree. But we won't know because they're not going to announce anything from that until after this wave of games come out. So probably closer to E3 is when they'll announce yeah. like, the summer and fall games. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. If, I hope Pokemon's a big game this this fall. It should be. I feel like, I feel like Nintendo has the potential to really shock E3 again mm-hmm. with their Direct. Um, now, here's some more speculation. Um, no, no real grounds to this, but I was listening to the Bombcast the other day and they were talking about, you know, the, the Nintendo, uh, online paid online service rolls out officially in September. Right. Like what game? Cause you don't just keep saying, Hey, you can just keep playing Splatoon, but you have to pay for it now. What's the game that they roll out to do that? Smash brothers thoughts. Um, definitely would be a, a port of the Wii U one. There's no way that there would be a 
a fully fledged new Smash Brothers this soon. I I, I agree, but I mean, uh, let's think because there's characters that they definitely could add. You know, like Breath of the Wild characters, oh, yeah. uh, Xenoblade Chronicles two. Um, yeah, yeah, and they could. Put, you could you could put could put a Dova King. Come on, that would be so cool. <laughs> yeah, and, I would be so cool about and that. And like, <laughs> they could bring characters from previous Smash games, especially like not all of them because licensing. Like, not sure if they could bring Snake back. But like, um, they could even bring uh, guys like uh, Alm and Celica from the Fire Emblem they released last year, the oh. remake of uh, Two. Oh God, people are so over Fire Emblem characters in right. Smash. People hate that there's so many Fire Emblem characters. There's a lot of really good Fire Emblem characters. They can fuck off. And I'm like, you know, I'd be perfectly fine if Mario wasn't in this game. <laughs> yeah, I I really still just want Nintendo Kart. It's just screw just having mario just have all the nintendo franchises like when they added link in mario kart 8 i was like this was the best yeah. idea you've had in a while yeah. i want then to see the spaceship Splatoon i can drive around. characters too didn't they and yeah, yeah i have it on, i have it yeah. on the switch i play it once in a while but yeah i play it with uh i play with my wife quite a bit and i usually play as the the ink kid from splatoon just because um yeah, I definitely think you take like the main character from Xenoblade Chronicles too. Yeah. You put him in there. Cosmos. Uh, maybe Cosmos. he's not likable. He's really oh. not that likable. Take a character from there that uh, people like. Zeke. Zeke would be that character. Go. Take Zeke. Put him in the game. I'm telling you, put talk to Bethesda and just be like, we want to put Dova King in yeah. Smash. And Bethesda would probably be like, that sounds sweet. Oh my god. Oh my god. Doom guy. <laughs> be good. Be oh good. my god. <laughs> Just put Doom Guy in there. <laughs> oh, we're making the best Switch version of Smash right. ever. It, it will never live up to these expectations no. because it won't have Doom Guy. But no, it's it's on anyone who says it's rumored to sense. Like, no, the second you know, they, they have to have a big multiplayer game launch with a service. Exactly, because you can't just be like, keep playing these games, but now pay for it. September's like the end of the summer, but right before the holiday season. And let's face it, Nintendo is not orthodox with how they release things. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it that the last huge trailer for Smash for Switch, it's going to end with the Ice Climbers returning and everyone will rejoice because that'll be cool. They should put the Dark Souls guy I was in the game. Make that joke where it just rolls <laughs> around. Yeah. That's the only thing you can do is just roll. <laughs> you can just roll and you can fat roll if you yeah. want in a deal damage. Yeah, you make him roll. <laughs> And just like have a bonfire for the taunt. Yep. He just like puts a bonfire down, lights you it. It's a franchise that <laughs> no one talks about. Nintendo has that I actually enjoy. Like they could mm. have some Yokai Watch characters in there. I never got a Yokai really, Watch. If they really wanted to ball out, you know what they do? Is bring, it the bring end back of Advance the, Wars? At the I've end of the Smash, at the end of the Smash that? trailer, I just called that. You bring out a fucking Advance Wars wow. character, and then you play another trailer, and it's a new Advance Wars for Switch. I know Chris way too well. <laughs> We've been talking about this him. many times. I tweeted uh, last summer it would be great if there was an Advance War on the Switch, and that tweet is months old. Everyone's like, oh, I'll get a notification. It's been retweeted or liked, and I'm like, and I look around. I was like, how is no one else publicly demanding? An Advance Wars game on the Switch. I mean, I would. I just don't have the clout. I don't either. Not with Nintendo. We can try and combine our clout. Uh, that's not going to be much. We'll fuse. What's your clout score? I don't know. I don't even check anymore. Although at 24. one point, I went into my clout <laughs> score, and I had a ridiculous amount of clout under bacon. 
I kid I mean, you not. There's, there's. Are you sure it wasn't a clot? No, no, it wasn't. It was on. It was on the cloud website, and it did. It, it's like, yeah, one of your things that you're influential Ayo. on is bacon and Taco Tuesday, and I'm like, well, there, <laughs> there are fewer things that are more important. Yeah. And I was like, you know, that's very accurate. Oh, man. Now I'm just thinking of a freaking Smash thing where at the end a new challenger arrives and it's like Sammy or something just starts playing Advance Wars music and I'm like, (gasps) (laughs) and then I'll really, God, could you imagine two years in a row I get a medieval remake and I get a new Advance Wars and a Final Fantasy VII remake? This is the best. Your heart can't take it. This could be the best time to be alive ever. I'm going to die. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, actually worried about you. You could do without the VII remake. (laughs) If it was Final Fantasy VIII remake instead, I'd be a little more happy. Slow down. If it was Listen, a Final Fantasy the... VI remake, I'd be uh, super happy. I would, I would for the record, sell my Switch for a VI remake on the PS4. Don't quote me on that. But for the record, switches, so it's okay. <laughs> I support both of those ideas. Seven comes first. You wait your fucking turn. Well, <laughs> seven was already announced, so I mean, what? They're on the 15-year plan, so we'll have it. Let's see. Uh, as, I mean, six. as long as Final Fantasy VII Remake, like I said, I think in last week's podcast, as long as it has the basketball mini game of the Golden Saucer, I'll be fine with it. If it doesn't, then Square Enix is dead to me. You know, you guys could just go to yeah. the Golden Saucer in Final Fantasy XIV. I could, but I have to pay fifteen dollars a month to do that. And you'd be spending a lot of money if you have to play it every month and pay for it every month until Seven comes out. Yeah, it's at least three years worth of payments. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Square could surprise us and be like, hey, we're going to drop a demo or something this year just to show you like the game is coming along. It's and one then fight. I'm cry. It's one fight from the opening. I don't care. It. That's enough for me. You're going to play that on for two years before the next demo. Couldn't play it every day. I'm sorry. I know. This hype for seven. It should die down. Let's face it. They haven't even given it us has con- died down. Not, it doesn't exist anymore because they're not and talking not in about your it. Heart. You are still too hyped for the seven remake. When Kingdom Hearts 3... <laughs> Hasn't well, even not coming out. Yeah. I'm still waiting for a release date on that. Like I'm more excited. I'm, st- okay. I'm still waiting. I might actually pick up Kingdom Hearts. I'm, I'm still waiting for a remake of Crisis Core, arguably one of the best Final Fantasy games. I would. They I could. Like they that. could, and they should. I would, I would like that. That would be nice. I would love if they. Re- I would love if they released it on just the PS PSN. Like I'd love to play it on my what's, Vita. What's that nope. other one that was on PS2 that came out where you played as Vincent? Dirge of that. Cerberus. I would like that to get a good proper. Fucking love that game. <laughs> But again, like there's that game is way better than I remember. Right? It. <laughs> there's just multiple. There's still a lot of PS2 games I wish would just get put on the PlayStation Store for PS4. Like I'm still waiting for the whole entire Xeno Saga trilogy. Like yep, wait for me all too. Because like, that's why I love. I'm playing Xenoblade. through Xenogears right now. That's why I like Xenoblade yeah. Chronicles too, because I've been literally getting all those freaking little like whatever crystal things to try and oh the, the core crystals yeah. to get all the rare blades i'm trying to get cosmos that's all i'm trying to do because she's okay. yeah and they're adding in more rare blades I know. so and they're adding in story content as I well so bought the season pass and i, I did too that. which was a mistake because just like with zelda i feel like i won't go back and play the well, new stuff did you, you notice how it kept saying coming soon when you looked at like the season pass on, like on the website if you go into the actual store and see the breakdown when you can download the stuff that's already out it actually has the specific release dates of all the dlc yeah yeah which is hilarious no, so it's yeah. like if there's one coming out what this i think in like three or four weeks the first story pack's coming out or something yeah, like that yeah but yeah, did you beat Chronicles 2? No, I'm close. And then other games came out and distracted me, like Dragon Ball yeah. Fighters. And... All I'll say is that ending, though. Yeah. 
I'm close. You should finish that I think game. I'm really close. I'm really close. Like I've, I think I'm, because I, I do a lot of exploring and stuff like that. But I'm a good seventy hours in. If if you love Xenoblade Chronicles One, you should finish that game. I know. Um, I heard X is getting ported to the Switch. Yeah, there's definitely rumors of that, and like looking back on X, I like it more over time Man. than I did initially. I, I... I am still in the camp of port whatever you can from the Wii U to the Switch. Because, one, nobody played those games unless they were like us and crazy enough to buy a Wii U because we had to have everything. And two, most of those games are really good. Yep. Put way more time into my Wii U than my Xbox One. No. Please give (laughs) me... Mine's still in the box. Yeah, you know what? (laughs) I agree. I Xbox One and I got it in 2016. Listen, I I am still sitting here waiting for my uh, 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 Tokyo Mirage sessions. Mm-hmm. I want that on Switch. Shin Megami Tensei Five is coming out this year for Switch yes, too, which I'm psyched about. Yes, it is. So hyped for that. That's uh, that's gonna be like uh, that's is that's it, gonna be my favorite game. I think that's gonna come out on the Switch this year. That's in my top five of all platforms for games coming out this year. Yeah, is is it weird that I'm weirdly excited for that Persona Five dancing game just because of how much I like Persona Five? Not at all. No, people like people like those I, things. So. I kind of want to buy that game. Oh, Chris, by the way, Dallas won. Yeah, they're, let's go. They're, they're on the fourth map now, just trying to get the sweep. Let's go, Seagull. Are they watching Overwatch League? Yeah, you kids in your Ross is our resident Overwatch League expert. You can check out his weekly updates only on Half Gen. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do know when you listen uh, podcast, you know, if you want to plug your own site on your own podcast, you, you, you don't have to word it like that. You know, all right, you can, you know, we'll talk later. We'll talk later when we're not recording. I'll, I'll teach you some things. Listen, I plug what I want to plug. I know, I'm just saying. Just... Like when I plug my mouth with this delicious Snapple. There's a whole lot of different directions. That I was go good. I'm glad I'm not the only one who decided not to say anything. Cause... Delicious. Moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So a lot of exciting stuff around the switch. Mm. Um, man, I'm in a really like weird state right now where like I was driving home the other day and I was like, man, I've got all these games on my PS4. I want to play my PC. And I think I finally reached the point where I'm like, I want just one. I want just one thing that plays everything. I'm there. I've reached that point in my life. I wish they'd bring every single game to the Switch. Right. I'm still sad Persona 5 is not on Switch. Yeah, but we're getting... I don't even want to enunciate it because I'm tired. So... (laughs) Shimagami Origami. Tensei. Yeah, Shimagami Tensei 5. Yeah. I mean, it's close. Yeah. I, I tell you what, that's basically Persona, but not Persona with a darker story, but not Persona. Yeah, it's less focused on like relationship stuff. Yeah, yeah. More dungeon crawly. It's less. Fire it's, Emblem it's... Switch is su- Fire Emblem Switch is supposed to come out this year, right? Yep. Allegedly. Yep. So Pokemon oh, Fire Emblem Shimigami Tensei. Just when you thought they couldn't follow up Zelda and Donkey Mario. Kong Country. Yeah. The Port of Tropical Freeze, yeah. I'm actually that's the that's the only thing I got excited for. Like I get the Dark Souls hype because we're getting more hardcore gamer games on the Switch, but I was like, dude, Donkey Kong, like, yeah, I want that. Screw all these other <laughs> games. And they're like, oh, we got more yeah. trailers to show you. I'm like, no, unless you're gonna port like the Metal Gear Solid games that were on like GameCube 
or you're going to port the Resident Evil games that were on N64 and GameCube, I don't care. Like, give me that Donkey Kong Country. Man, there's still those rumors that they're going to have, like, a, a virtual console for at the GameCube. Oh, yeah, that's... that's... I, I, I'm going to be there, super... Those have been pretty long-standing I'm going to be super that. optimistic and say that's why the online was delayed, because they're going to their virtual console is going to have every console that besides Virtual Boy oh, yeah, no. on... Yeah, I mean, I think I don't know how much Wii representation they'll get. I mean, theoretically, they could. The Joy-Cons work. I well, that that and they're releasing like um, Super Mario Galaxy and stuff on the Nvidia Shield in China. Yeah, and which is also a Tigra-based platform. I played. I have World of Goo on Switch, and you use that pointer in the Joy-Con, and it works. Not well. World of Goo is on works. Switch? Yeah, yeah, it was really God. super early. Yeah. Does that really just, like, that game... I, I feel like I've said this before, probably, and I just forgot. But, like, World of Goo, like, launches with every platform. Yeah. It's just, Basically. like... It's just... It's just there. It's, like, Nintendo's, like, where... What? World of Goo? Who put that there? I, I don't know. It was just there. Pretty much. There's a guy in the corner. Can you get rid of it? Steve's no, just it's like, just like, I put it there. there. <laughs> you check his resume. He's worked at every studio and every publisher... And it's like, that's how come it's going on every game system possible. I buy a new car, the touchscreen turns on, it says Ford, and then it loads World of Goo. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to worry Here too! But, but go back to, like, the GameCube is definitely going to be out, because uh, I go on all the Nintendo, like, niche subreddits, and someone actually went through with, like, the firmware update where they added, like, the screen capture and everything. Uh... Apparently, now the USB 4 controller hub that you could use on the Wii U, where you plug it in, you could plug in four GameCube controllers. That works with the Switch. Yeah, you can plug in your GameCube controller, and it'll actually automatically know the buttons to play games with the GameCube right. controllers. Right, and, and so yeah, that was a big thing, and then that was also a big thing for Smash, and they yeah. were like, well, Smash is already supporting exactly. the GameCube controller, so, so yeah, was... the, the opportunities are there. Do you think... I'm going to throw a crazy, crazy thing at you. Granted, they're going to sell a new Smash Brothers. Do you think they virtual console melee? Not right away because they're going to want the sales of the new Smash first. Right. I would yeah. say. I mean, I'm not saying they're not going to add any online or no. anything. So that would be the advantage of the new Smash is like you could still play with your friends and stuff like that online. Honest. But do you think they would ever. I, I feel like at this point, Nintendo's like terrified to do that because they just don't want to exactly. fucking deal with it. I think the original <laughs> Smash Bros. from N64 will show up on the Virtual Console before Brawl or Melee, but they will be on there. Like, let's face it, Nintendo is gonna like it's gonna be a slow process. Like I already, like we already know, I guarantee you the NES and Super Nintendo stuff will be first on the Virtual Console. I think it was delayed not because of GameCube and Smash coming out. I think it's because they're still banking on sales for the Super Nintendo Classic and the NES Classic. Because it's like, once the virtual console's up and those yeah. classes are, no one's going to want to go out and buy the freaking NES and Super Nintendo Classic. And that's that's the other thing I was thinking, is like, do you take the those versions of those games and put them on the Switch? Or do you do what you've kind of been doing and you just have like the slightly up virtual console version? Because that the... The NES and SNES Classic, as far as I'm aware, all had kind of the the quote-unquote perfect versions of those games for a modern television. I'm not going to lie, because I I have the NES and the, and the Super Nintendo Classic. I played them a little bit, 
but it's been let's I'm turning 32 this month it's been a long long time since I've played an NES or a Super Nintendo like my original ones so I can't tell the difference because I've played so many consoles and video games in the last almost two and a half decades that I like everyone's like oh my god like they, they look so good on the Super Nintendo I'm like I don't know they still look like garbage have you played Horizon on a PS4 Pro like I was like <laughs> I was like, have you played Monster in the World? Like, I don't know. Everything else looks like garbage to me. Like, yeah, and don't forget that with, um, at the very minimum, they're adding, like, some online functionality to some NES games, like online multiplayer and stuff. I, I still Battle feel like it's only those three. It's like Super Mario 3, it's Balloon Fight, and it was something else. Battletoads needs co-op. I've, but I feel like it was those three, at least to start. Yeah, yeah. But, like, and I, then, I could totally see, like, Battletoad or uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, oh, yeah. the Manhattan one. That's yeah. SNES, though. But. Or Turtles in Time. I would actually yeah, like to play I the mean, Super it, Nintendo Mario Kart with online. I feel like that would be a lot of fun. I, I mean, I, I feel like if you were going to do that, I would almost do like a like an f-zero kind of thing for that just because like that's a little more obscure and then maybe they could drum up some hype for a new f-zero i was game. about to say that i was like you know what i would like to see within the next calendar year or 18 months f-zero on the switch a new one i just feel like it doesn't have there's so many f-zero-esque games out there not on the switch i mean there's that fast rmx that's that's pretty wipeout F zero e. Yeah, yeah. But it's not good. So it's all, it's, it's all right. It's, it's kind of like a racing game that came out that was like fifty dollars on the Switch, but it's a free iOS and Android game. Nah, Fast RMX is a good game. It just Fast doesn't RMX have much personality. Yeah, that's all I got to. Um, yeah, it's got some pretty cool weather effects. Yeah, it looks it good. just does that weird thing when you load up oh a multiplayer god. game for the first time. <laughs> oh god, it looks it looks like the biggest voxels you've ever seen before. Oh like, Jesus Christ! Oh god, it's, it's like elephantitis of the pixels, and then it slowly <laughs> it slowly oh, goes down to normal. Oh, the man. weirdest thing. That's oh Jesus! Yeah, I mean, there's God. There's so many like things they should it's, do for the it Switch. Is fun. It just... I have a lot of friends who bought the Switch after... like, I bought a Switch at launch, and I legitimately... Zelda did not appeal to me. Like, I played the old school Zelda games. Everything post... Like, Twilight Princess and later I hated. Especially Twilight Princess. Like, that just... got was salty because my game crashed and I lost my save file, so I never went back and finished it. So, like... I had it for months. It was just sitting around. And then once they really started pumping out a lot of digital titles, and once, like, third-party games were coming out, like, realistically, the first real game I dove into on it was uh, FIFA. That, and I was like, ah, but I've been talking, I talk about the Switch with everyone, because all my friends now bought them. We played Mario Kart. We have our own Discord server where we just talk shit about Mario Kart while we're playing in Splatoon 2. And I was just like, I could talk about the Switch forever, because it's amazing and not a lot like even though they're selling like crazy it's like there's still not a lot of buzz unless like it has unless the game's announced it has outsold the wii u i know really in in less than a year which is really nuts in 10 months it outsold the entire run of the wii u didn't it have one of the best six didn't it in its first six months beat sony's ps4 in their first six months i i don't remember that but i know it's outselling the wii 
I at just this know point. Well, when they looked at it, they did like the first like nine or ten months. So like, yeah, the numbers of that were sold like. Be, I think the numbers might have been slightly better for the yeah, Switch. I know they were better than the Xbox One for initial. Yeah, launch. I, they might be outpacing. Yeah, PlayStation at this yeah, yeah, point. Like, but I mean, I I mean, you look at everything as a whole. Like it, it's unbelievable to me that four years later PlayStation has sold like eighty million consoles, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like it's like. PlayStation, it's about to is about to surpass the PS3, which has been out for twelve years. Well, at the end of this year, here's the thing: that's units sold, and I factor in like, okay, that doesn't mean eighty million people have one. Like you and me, like I had the Destiny one, then I got the Batman PS4, and then I switched, and then I upgraded to a Pro. So that's three right there. Regardless, but though, still, I mean, eighty total still... units sold is drastic. I yeah, think the like, Switch will pass it. And, and that's the thing is the Switch is on pace to match those numbers. This, and, like, that's crazy. They're manufacturing the, 32 million units <laughs> this fiscal year to sell for the Switch on top of what they already sold. And, like, the thing that still kind of blows my mind is just, like, it, it, I don't want to turn this into another doom and gloom thing. But, like, what when all is said and done and the dust has settled, where does Microsoft end up in this? Like they're really recommitting to Xbox in a way I didn't expect them to. Um, because I, I really expected them to do the X and then kind of taper, but it sounds like they might really try and make a push at this. Um, I don't know. Just like it, it really just strikes me right now that it's a three platform race. And instead of the Xbox, it's the PC, you know, uh, Here's how I see it. There's one game. On the Xbox, but is also on PC, and I think that's what's hurting them, honestly. Like I, I don't know. I think it's helping them sell more. It's games. helping them sell more games, but it's not helping the Xbox they're, itself. They're, they're making more money on software than on hardware. But it's not helping the Xbox. That's what I'm trying to say. Is but Sea of Thieves, which I have been waiting for ever since I went to E3 in 2016 when it was there and played it. I've been waiting for Sea of Thieves. And I think that's gonna yeah. be that's what's gonna get me into the Xbox. I'm gonna actually when I'm moving Honest, to the apartment on Tuesday, I'm gonna take out the Xbox, hook it up to my new TV, and I'm gonna fucking play Sea of Thieves because it's fun. Is that out? Yeah, yet? I thought that wasn't coming out um, yet. Well, I don't know if it's out. To the I'm public, pretty sure it got. But I know people who have Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I, I March twentieth. Man, how do you get us over? Like, I'm definitely sending someone an email tomorrow. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm. Despite all the red flags, I'm, 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 cautiously optimistic that maybe Crackdown Three could kind of sort of save itself. Crackdown Three is going to be a huge letdown and a disaster. Yep. But we're still going to buy it, right? Nope. If it's Ross? if I hear anything pre-release that it's anything like two, I'm going to burn my Xbox One. So how long before it's game for gold or whatever they call that shit? Like well, also, also Chris, we'd probably get it for PC. So yeah, that's regardless. that's things. Yeah, no, no, I'm going to get it for PC, hundred yeah. uh, percent. I don't know if you plan on getting it for PC or if you plan on playing it on your Xbox. It's I'm still going to be crossplay. Never playing anything on my Xbox. It's not hooked up. I don't want to hook it back up. Sell that bitch <laughs> for for like ten bucks. No, I I sold mine for one hundred and fifty. I sold it to a friend of, like, my mom knew somebody, and apparently I went to school with his sister, which was cool. And I was like, oh, yeah, give him, I gave him a deal. 
I was like 150. I just I'll hold on to my Connect so in 50 years it'll be worth like maybe $15 instead of $10. I put that shit in the box with everything else. I said, just take it. Take it. <laughs> take it. Please. Be gone. Get it out of here. There are still dust spots where it used to live. <laughs> I plan on dusting this week. It's going to be great. This week? You don't <laughs> do you it constantly? No. Have you ever this dusted is... in your room, Chris? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's just, I am a very dusty person. I've I have learned if I have a superpower, it's the creation of dust. You're like the kid I am from dust man. Uh, Charlie Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Except Lionel I'm not dirty. Linus? I'm just dusty. Oh, right. You're just no dusty. pig pen. Oh, is that the, the I'm kid who I'm piano? clean. I'm just extremely dry, and create dust. It's it's like it snows in Chris's it's room. It's weird. Nobody knows how dry I am. It's honestly, really weird. Nobody knows. I don't even have any Jesus. jokes for that. <laughs> Because I don't even want to attempt to. So you would basically hate my apartment because I clean my apartment constantly. Exactly. No, you would hate yeah. me in your apartment because you'd no. be like, where is this dust from? I'm like, yo. No, I just meant a standpoint of like, you'd be like, <laughs> oh my god, I'm having anxiety. There's no dust in this apartment. I don't feel comfortable. Where's the dust at? No. Like, it's like, no, how, I, how did it snow inside? You like open up my vacuum no, and start I'm... rubbing the insides all over you. You're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> No, I I am regularly dusting. Lint and dust I, I, all I, over. I, like, yes, it gives you, me strength. Form Voltron. You go into like a clean room and you just co- collapse over like freaking kryptonite near Superman. You're like, oh no, it's too clean in here. No, I go in a clean room. I sneeze and just puff of smoke comes off of me. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just like I cr- I generate dust wherever it's I am. Really weird. It's awful. Yeah. So I'm gonna invite you over to my apartment. I don't. I don't like dust I, I, or dirt. I, I, I'm not going to taint your your place. I was at Ross's last weekend. He didn't see any. I have to be there for a set amount of time before my dust right. generation engines kick in. So, I mean, I do have a nice TV with <laughs> video games on. I have multiple I, TVs. Yeah. My, my... I have time off in July. Nice. I do too, because uh, Comic-Con. Oh. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Speaking of, because we, we've been talking about video games and shooting the shit for an hour i know because i'm curious of chris's uh outlook on this ross i kind of know yours because well i know you and you enjoy all spectrums of the marvel cinematic universe and you don't just pick and choose and only watch films that robert downey jr's in but um no i'm going to see black panther i was about to say i was like so black panther excited i am hyped for i love black panther yeah, I have. Can't wait. I have movie pass, so I might see it like ten times, depending on if it's as good as I hear it is. What I'm going to buy a movie pass. What was that, Mark? What's movie pass? What is that shit? How of all people you've never heard of this? Because we like have different. We have different chain, like movie theater chains out here. No, no. no. I think I think he's messing with you. Oh god damn it! I don't. I no, I really, I really I don't. I'm so like you don't know. I'm, what okay, movie pass so is? movie pass is Netflix for in theater movies. You pay ten bucks a month and you can see a, a movie a day. It's ten dollars a month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah ten dollars a month. You there's a, it, they send you a Mastercard and you have the app. And so basically, you have to be within a hundred feet of the theater, which is a bummer. So you can't like pre buy the tickets, but you go to the theater, you pull up the app, you say I want to go to Black Panther at six thirty. You tap it and then it says okay, you have thirty minutes to pick up your tickets. Then you go in, you go to the desk, you say I want a ticket to six thirty Black Panther. You hand them the Mastercard. Uh, they they swipe it and it automatically loads whatever the amount is th- of the movie cost. No, you go. F- you, no, no, you, you fuck yourself. You're making you're making this shit up. 
No. No, There's, it's 100% uh, real. And you can pay like 80 something bucks for the whole year. Yeah. No, no, yeah. No. It, it, because here, here's where they make their money, Mark. Because what they're doing is they pay full price for the ticket, yeah. but they're taking all the data of your movie-going habits, and they're selling that back to the theaters and to advertisers. Oh. So basically, you're paying for these free, you know... Well, it, let me tell you, it's basically free movies right now. Yeah, 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 and and also they, and they're just it, selling the data. They also make money off of people who treat you like a gym membership and don't go. Right. So yeah, it's real. There's another one that's more expensive, and you can see fewer movies, but you can see like super crazy like. So I literally get the same for free. Yeah. What? Yeah. Essentially, like Mother yeah, God. for the amount of movies you see, you should have already known about yeah. this. I don't know. I could. I'm a my little. Credit card statement. I'm a little disappointed right, in I'm you. I'm kind of in like my own like bubble out here like i work my 40 hours a week then i play my video games and then i go to the gym and let's face it i cut out carbs and red meat recently so like i'm not thinking clearly i haven't had a steak in like 10 days (laughs) oh Oh, you poor thing god i miss bread i licked licked a bagel the other day because i wanted carbs so bad oh god you're literally giving me the flu all over again like, like the things i do to keep up with the southern california lifestyle of not ross, I have a, haggard ross i have a quick question yeah um that that's basic theaters like not like imax and stuff right right it's basic theaters but like in the basic theaters like we saw like the four like whatever the it's not 4k but the 4k like uhd like the basic theaters are good i know that they're much better but but like you can get like the like the like nicer experience like at the showtime or the showcase that we go to you could get like the ultra the uhd like 4k massive like much bigger screen and you could still do that as long as it's not like IMAX and it works at most theaters. The UH, so. the 4D. Yeah. UH I know it doesn't work at AMC because right. AMC's really upset with them for some reason. Yeah, Wait, but yeah, there's but, uh, there's Movie Pass and then there's another one that I can't remember the name of. That's yeah. more for like specialty theaters. It's more expensive. We have a lot of specialty ones out here. Like there's a lot of theaters that will play like being near LA and everything like that. Like I can go see like anime movies in theaters randomly sometimes. Nice, but yeah, Mark. I saw you your name in theaters. I did too. That was good. I'm, I might actually pick it up before uh, I go see Black Panther. Wait, what, Thor? I, uh, I was back at that. No, now. the movie pass. Oh yeah, no, I'm doing it right now. One. I'm looking at it. I'm downloading the app right now. So I'm like, yeah, I think <laughs> it's like within two weeks. <laughs> with, I'm like, that's some time for Ant Man. Yeah, with with movie pass, like that's the reason I went to see Star Wars uh, Episode Eight like four times. Wow, it's because I was like, it's free. You saw four times. I I am in the minority of people who actually like. Apparently, you can also eight. buy a movie pass at I Costco. Like board watching. No. I don't know why I just got board watching episode eight. I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. But it was, Game of Thrones guys are directing their own series of Star Wars movies. I knew, and then there's so going to be a series, the exclusive Star Wars series that's going to be on the Disney uh, network when it launches. Yeah. The What's range. everybody's thoughts on Solo? Do you think Solo is going to do anything? I think it's good. <sighs> I, think it's good. I, I, I think it'll be good. Um, I'm still not sold on who they got to play on Solo. Uh, like, I'm sold on Donald Glover as Lando. I think that's a pretty great decision. Smartest thing they've done. Yeah, and but I'm a little hesitant just because they really didn't show anything until the Super Bowl, and that movie's coming out soon. <laughs> so... 
the fact that they weren't like hyping it up before more kind of worries oh, me. Oh wow! But... Apparently, I don't have any movie pass theaters near me. So, how do you? That's oh, hold on. What is this? Oh no, Enfield. Oh great, Enfield. <laughs> <laughs> Even I'm just like, oh god. Uh, God damn it! No. Theaters, because I says I, I can't get no. past the kind of theaters. Yeah, there's a little thing that you can. Oh, say, yeah, oh yeah. wait, hold on. What is this? This is great for podcasting, right? right now. We're like, yeah. dude. No, there's a couple of nice theaters actually near where I work, and they might be. Is this? I don't know. Okay, well, there might be some theaters near my work. That that's convenient. I can catch a movie after work. All right, I might. Every theater in uh, the theater that's <laughs> literally. I'm like, it's like there's red dots all over the map. I'm like, is this a map or is it just like a light bright right now? But nope, the theater that's literally three quarters of a mile from my apartment is. Yep. So we if so, you can only get one ticket per account. So some like like so like you and your wife right. you both have to have one. Yeah, yeah. So that's one of the limitations. Like the other card that's more uh, expensive, and you can see fewer movies. You can get up to three tickets, I think, per movie. Um, but again, that one is is fairly more expensive, and it's mostly for like whatever the super famous theater is in like L.A., the one where all the premieres are. The China the Theater. Name. Yeah, like those are the kind of theaters for that other card, like the super super crazy theaters. Um, but yeah, one per, like my wife and I both have movie pass. Accounts and credit cards. So I have to wait so. until I get the card now before I can it, start doing this. Yeah. It comes pretty fast, though. Yeah, it says within two weeks. Better be freaking sooner. Uh, ours got here in like four days, I think. Yeah, but it'll be here in like one day. I'm trying to think if I see enough movies that it's actually worth it. I do, because I'm well, going to watch it, freaking it, Infinity War like a hundred times. Yeah, it also well, it, it also like almost in, it, it incentivizes you to even go to the movies more than you would have. Like, we want to see more movies that we wouldn't have even thought of before. Just because it's free. What but, movies are coming out this year uh, that I would want to see? Other than like Infinity Man and the Wasp. Oh, that first Ant Man movie, the most underrated MCU movie. Exactly. So, oh, good. so good. So funny. Paul Rudd, University of Kansas. Let's go. He like. Let's see what else is coming out. Infinity Wars. I'm very surprised because there's no trailers and no one talking about it. Uh, X Men: Dark Phoenix in November. Uh, yeah. Deadpool in what May? Oh, Deadpool! Venom. Did you see the new trailer? Yes, it was hilarious. Oh, did you see the so Venom good. trailer? I did see the Venom trailer. It's weird hearing. I don't know uh, him with an American accent. Yeah, That's super. I don't think I've ever heard him use an American accent. It sounds super. I weird. hate the source material that they're using. Well, what? Which? What are they it's, using? Uh, fuck. Hold on, let me see if I have it still. Uh, oh shit! Incredibles two is this year. Yeah, it is. Oh, uh, that's the best Pixar movie. So, <gasps> Pacific Rim two. Yeah, yes! I might go see that six times. <gasps> oh, I can't wait for Pacific Rim two. I don't care. I'm gonna pull up and suck it there. He's not directing. It doesn't this matter. One. Everything he touches or has touched. He started. Pacific Rim was no, good. Don't don't talk. Yes, it was. Don't talk bad about Death Stranding. He's touched that. He's, yeah. he's, tu- he's touched he's Kojima have, and he, yeah, and He's he touched our hearts. And so, and so now <laughs> Kojima's stock and clout has plummeted because he's working with Del Toro. Uh, uh, well, uh, uh, your, your, wow. your brief Overwatch League interruption update. Um, the Fuel 131 
against the Gladiators. Right. Um, it's fine. I'll take it. The next match is Seoul Dynasty versus the San Francisco Shock, and Seoul has to win 4-0 to still be in the playoff race for Stage 1. Oh, wow. So, and then the Valiant play the Dragons. I Man, the Dragons have looked better every single match. I would love it if they beat the Valiant. That would be so good. Yeah, upset of the year. Yeah, Let's go. Oh, hopefully uh, Maguro, rumors of her joining Shanghai, the, like, crazy Zarya player yeah. who's actually, like, reported for hacking because she's so good. <laughs> Yeah, she she could be a big boon to them. That'd be great. Right. Um, yeah, so I so, mean, wait. oh, so oh, I got go it. Ahead. So basically, it's there's the second comic book series, not so much. Well, it's basically the Lethal Protector six part mm. series, where basically Spider Man Venom like agree that Venom will never kill anybody again, or else Spider Man's gonna hunt him down. And so then right. Venom decides to go move to San Francisco, <laughs> and he lives with oh. the whole people. And then I guess there's like, I read. The six-part series, just because I was curious, and I have the Marvel Unlimited app. So, I read it, and I was like, this is horrible. Why the hell is this going to be a movie? Especially because they haven't introduced Venom properly into this whole Marvel universe. Especially because it's still yeah. in the same universe as Homecoming. Right. And... Do you think uh, Do you think they'll ever make a Spider-Gwen movie? Yes. Yeah. I think Marvel, unlike DC with Wonder Woman, because... Let's face it; they were like they're gung ho pushing like the female solo ones. I think Captain Marvel is going to be the trend. I think they're because Marvel's smart; they have a cinematic universe. We're not going to get Spider Gwen yet. We will. I think it's based on how good Captain Marvel does, which I think will do better than Wonder Woman. Yeah, she's got, I, the, she's got thought, the Kree armor in the fucking I'm, screenshot. I'm looking showed. forward to Captain Marvel. I thought Wonder Woman was really good. I thought it was so. Except, there, except for what's his name, uh, Professor Lupin, being the villain. Uh, yeah that was that was a weird twist yeah but i think gal gadot proved a lot of haters wrong i think she's the best part of the dc universe probably between her and uh um i still like ben affleck he's he's fine in that role i'm not a huge fan of him there but he's fine He's a better he's a better Bruce Wayne than a Batman. Oh well, yeah, and let's face it, Batman. Anyone could be Batman. It's like if you're not a good Bruce Wayne, then I I want modern day Fat Val Kilmer to reprise his role as Batman. <sighs> All right, and with that, I'm <laughs> shutting down the podcast. George Clooney. <laughs> It's just all of no. I would rather. Of, what if all of the previous Batmans were just on the Wayne Enterprises oh board of directors, so they're all oh sitting around? Oh my god! See, they're not smart enough to do that. It's, that would be hilarious. In, instead of Spider Verse, it's Batverse, right? And they're just all there. Okay, so Tom Holland is in the Venom movie, obviously. It's the multiverse, man. Yeah. Anything can happen in the multiverse. Oh, of course. I I thought about this with the whole Venom thing, and because Venom technically is. Later on, and Tom Holland is still like baby Parker. I was like, what if they mm. brought back either uh, Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield in the Venom movie as the older Peter Parker to kind of, or it's uh, like a Ben Riley situation because then they could start the Spider Verse. Yeah, it's, that that could be cool. Silk Andrew Garfield was worse. way too attractive to be Spider Man. I'm throwing yeah. that out there. Uh, yeah, they, just, they should bring back Tobey Maguire. Yeah. yeah, but Tobey Maguire is old yeah. enough to be Tobey Maguire. Yeah, Tobey Maguire is super old. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Parker. but that's the thing. You bring him back. Listen, you bring him back. You pull a Batman Beyond. Okay, uh, he's the old, about to retire well, Spider Man. The Spider Verse. Then we find Terry McGinnis. <laughs> like they should already be setting up the Spider Verse. Because how great would it be as Spider Man Homecoming? Even though it's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, what if they still acknowledge that like? The Andrew Garfield, those were other Spider-Man universes. And then you could go through yeah. the whole thing. Like then all of a sudden, Jane Foster could show up as Thor when Chris Hemsworth is done rocking an eye patch. 
Yeah, it's uh, most of all, I really just want like flashbacks in the next Spider-Man movie to somehow be Tobey Maguire making that awful face in slow motion as he's sprinting across the rooftop in the first <laughs> one, where it looks like. I don't know what's happening to him physically, but it looks like he's dying. Uh, you don't want jazz cabaret lounge? Tell me why you're just dancing. Okay, n- now right. we're ending the podcast. <laughs> All Andrew right. Garfield All right. we're skateboarding to angst. We're wrapping it up. We're wrapping. <laughs> Mark, thank you for joining us. This has been a pleasure. Yes, it has actually. It's been it's been fun. I like. It, I, I like how every time we get you on a podcast, we talk about movies. That's, wow. <laughs> every podcast we've ever done with you. Because okay, I I don't mind talking about video games. Going back to those, yeah, games. right. I don't mind, really but it's like we all haven't had like a group conversation so at all. And I'm just curious because we were just talking about movies the other day about the Marvel ones, and I was like, I don't like. Well, I know Ross is more open minded to the cinematic universe. He'll watch all of the ones, and let's face it. You won't Let's, watch all of them. I don't have to like all of no, them. No, that you the like galaxy. them, you have to watch them. That's <laughs> there's a difference. I know. Guardians of I the Galaxy. I don't have to care. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, better than one hot take. Oh, yeah. Damn. And they're going to be in freaking Avengers. Yeah. That's crazy. Do you want to watch I, Maybe I'll them? go through this week. Are they still on Netflix? Uh, all yeah. of them? I think yeah. maybe I'll just go through. You need to watch Netflix. Deadpool. Yeah. we. I do. Know? I have. That's part. That's on the itinerary. Deadpool? Deadpool's so good. It's so we good. need to wrap this podcast because I don't know what the file size is going to be. <laughs> I think we still have room, but I don't know. <laughs> I just want to wrap the podcast because now you make yourself look bad. No, I don't care. <laughs> I like Iron Man and I like Black Panther and Captain America has grown on me. Uh, there. Winter Soldier. Hot take. Winter Soldier is still the best movie in the MCU. I really liked Civil War. I like Winter really Soldier like more, War. but that's second place is Ant-Man. Mark, thank you again for being here. <laughs> Ross, glad to have you back. Yep. This has been episode 38 of the Half Gen Podcast. We'll catch you next week. Say bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>